praise the Lord and let's give the Lord some praise. I, I think we ought to celebrate what God's doing here. I said, I think we ought to celebrate what God's doing here. There is an anointing of celebration that just came in this building and I think that we ought to celebrate because I'm going to tell you, if you need a miracle, you can get one right now. Hallelujah. Okay, a couple of you don't believe that. Some of you are just giving the Lord one of these little patty cakes. But I'm going to tell you, I know it's 930 and we're supposed to be on the down low. But I'll tell you right now, I'm tell if you need a miracle, now's not the time to be hiding out and trying to wait to the second service. If I needed a miracle, I would go ahead and give the Lord all the praise I could. Oh, hallelujah. 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 You know, Jesus don't, Jesus don't know it's 935. Praise the Lord. It's, it's, he, he, uh. I mean, well, wait a minute. I guess he does know it's 935. But to him, he, he ain't got no special time slots where he can do them, where he, well, you know, we'll just wait to 936. If you will press in by faith, faith will push the envelope. You know, see, this is what I like about the prophetic. The nature of the prophetic is, uh, it is an accelerant. The prophetic is an accelerant. So what happens is the prophetic brings that which is into the future into the now. Hallelujah. And so that's what I like about the prophetic. But the nature of the prophetic demands an immediate response. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I got some stuff I've been waiting on a while. And I need the Lord to bring that which is in the future into right now. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I just talking to me? I said, I need the Lord to bring that which is in the future into the now. Woo! And I can release a prophetic praise in this house and bring that which is in my future into the right now. I want to know if somebody will give God a prophetic praise. I'm talking about a praise that will bring it into the now. I said, I want to know if somebody can bring a get up and release a praise that will bring my deliverance into the now. Somebody said, well, Brother Wade, I, I'm supposed to wait five years and I'm supposed to be waiting for a long time, but you don't wait a long time when you release that kind of praise it'll come it'll it'll come into the now I said it'll come into the now it'll come into the now it'll come into the now there's a praise that you can bring that which is in the future into the today Hallelujah. I know you're standing. You can sit down and do whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm going to obey the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, this is what I, you know, that, that, that precious, 
soul that, that the Lord touched this week, you know, she broke her arm. She broke her arm. And medical, and the medical experts said, well, you know, you're going to have to wait eight weeks for the healing. Hallelujah. You're going to have to wait eight weeks for the healing. Or maybe longer. Or we may have to do surgery. But when she got into the presence of God, God took that which was supposed to wait eight weeks. I don't think you're hearing me yet. I said God could take that which was supposed to wait eight weeks. And that which was supposed to arrest her body and put her in a wheelchair and keep her there. And you got to go through so many treatments and you got to have so much radiation. Oh, God, I feel the Holy Ghost. You're supposed to have so much radiation and you're supposed to have so many chemo treatments. But I remember I was in a service not too long ago and there was a woman on that side of the service and she had a three and a half inch tumor in her chest wall. And when she began to praise the Lord, the radiator power of the Holy Ghost fell down on her and instantly healed her. Woo! I feel militant power in this house right now. I feel the Holy Ghost turning somebody's situation around in this building right now. the Holy Ghost turning somebody's situation around in this building right now. Somebody has released a praise in this service and when you released that praise you didn't even think it was very much but when you offered up just a little bit of effort ah, you offered just a little bit of effort. Somebody in this building, I'm telling you the angels of the Lord are in this service right now and they are going to go to work on your behalf before you leave this service to I wish somebody would give God a radical praise. I wish somebody would give God a six o'clock praise at 9 30. I said, I wish somebody give God a six o'clock praise at 9 30. I'm telling you, there is militant angels in this building, and they're here to go to war. The radiating power of God fell upon that woman, and let me tell you what happened when the the, she was supposed to have a biopsy done that week and when she got done when she got over there after she had praised the Lord she went that week to get a biopsy done and when she did there was no tumor to have a biopsy on praise the Lord. I don't know what some of y'all are dealing with, but if you'll praise the Lord in here today, I'm going to tell you, when they go back to make a checkup on your case, there won't be no issue to have a checkup on. I was in a service some time ago, 
And the Lord moved upon me and said, I want you to tell this church that they're going to change, that they're changing measures. And I said, okay, Lord, I, I just, you know, I just learned to go with it. Praise the Lord. I don't, I, I don't get into the, you know, sometimes I like to ask the questions, but, you know, I, I just learned to go with it. And so and the Lord said to tell them their measure has changed. And I said, praise God. They shouted. They jumped. They danced. They praised God. They did all that. Hallelujah. Because, you know, your response determines your reward. I think I'll try that again. Your response will determine your reward. Low response, low reward. High response, high reward. And then people went nuts. They, they went crazy. Praise the Lord. They absolutely believed the word of God. They, they believed it. And I did too. Hallelujah. I don't believe in making stuff up. And they believed it, they believed it, and I believed it, and everybody believed it. Well, that was a few months ago. I got a call this last week uh, from that pastor, and he said, you remember the Lord said the measure was changing? I said, yeah. He said, well, the measure has changed. I said, it has? He said, yes, it has. He said, we had somebody walk into our church last week and opened up the checkbook and wrote a $2 million check. I don't think you hear what I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you, God wants to change turn points measure. I'm telling you, God wants to change the measure in somebody's house. God may have not brought me here, but to do nothing more than prophesy in this house that God wants to change the measure of turn point. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I said, God wants to change Turnpoint's measure. And I believe that in the name of Jesus. I believe that. We don't feel the witness of the Holy Ghost that we feel right now because of some, some uh, something they're playing on the keyboard. We're feeling the, the, the witness of the Holy Ghost. And God's saying, I want to change somebody's measure in somebody's house. And I want to do it in Turnpoint's house. Hallelujah. Woo! Somebody's praising the Lord. Somebody's praising the Lord. Somebody's going to get their measure changed. Had somebody go, they, they had somebody come in there and wrote them a $2 million check. Wrote them a $2 million check, and they've got daughter works. they got daughter works, and I'm telling you right now, now they're going to be able to buy cash. They're going to be able to pay cash for the daughter works building. I think I read in that Bible somewhere where he'll, he said, I'll make you the head and not the tail. 
I, I think I read that somewhere in God's Bible. I think I read that. In that. Is that in that Bible? He said, I'll make you the head and not the tail. I'll make you the lender and not the borrower. I'm going to praise the Lord on that myself. I said, I'm going to praise the Lord on that myself. concerned about the rest of y'all sitting back there in radio land. I'm kind of concerned about the rest of you. Maybe it's maybe you didn't get enough coffee or something like that. I'm kind of concerned with some of y'all. I, I know some of y'all need a breakthrough in your house, but you're still sitting there waiting on the evidence. I'm not waiting on the evidence. I'm praising now because I know I, my God's not on trial. I said, my God's not on trial. My God's not on trial. see a victory, I absolutely mean I'm going to see one. Now, let me just say this to you. It's an absolute, ma'am, according to Deuteronomy 1, the Bible said that Moses began to declare this law in the ears of the people. And this is what he said. The law was from God. You have dwelt long enough in this mount. Which means it's which means it's a it was a law of God. It was the law of God. It was against, it was a declaration of God that you were not supposed to stay in one place too long. Well, praise the Lord. You were not meant to stay in one experience too long. So what happens is, is that the joy of the, of, because of what God had prepared, God wanted you to get dissatisfied with the present. Well, praise the Lord. He wanted you to get dissatisfied with the current measure. So he brings an irritant into the, into the equation so that you are tired of the current and you get joy again about the tomorrow. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so what God's doing uh, with the last uh, several weeks, what the Lord has been doing with close to 60 getting baptized and 40 getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost, what God is doing is he's giving you a glimpse into the tomorrow. You're, you're just getting a glimpse into the... Okay, y'all don't believe that. 
You're just getting a glimpse. You're in the entranceway. You're not. You're in the entranceway. God's giving you a preview. You, he's giving you a commercial of what's to come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord said, the Lord said to that church, you've changed measure. Here's a $2 million check to just to give you a preview of the change of measure. I read in that Bible somewhere. I didn't have no intentions of talking about this, but we're, here I am, praise the Lord. Uh, I think that Bible said somewhere, the gold is mine and the silver is mine. It's mine. I don't know why people get nervous when people talk about being blessed. I, I don't know why they seize up. That's because you've dwelt around that mountain too long. Hallelujah. You've dwelt around that mountain too long. I, it's time for the church, it's time for the church, not, not just turn point, but, but the church abroad, to start seeing how God sees. We cannot keep being late to the party. Praise the Lord. We cannot keep being late to the party. In other words, we cannot keep being reactionary. We've got to discern where God's going right now. And we've got to have our stuff ready to go. Hallelujah. Right now, right now, there is a territory... And the prince of that territory is saying, you can't come up here. The prince of that territory is saying, you can't come up here. But there is an apostolic church that has an opposing voice to that. That says, not only can we come up there, we are coming up there. can we we are coming up there well we got gates and bars and we got all kinds of stuff yeah but those are defensive weapons those are not offensive weapons gates are not offensive weapons they're defensive weapons and you only build gates if you're preparing for a future invasion I'm trying to tell you, hell built the gates because he was preparing for a future church to invade. The education system says you can't come up here. And God says, watch. See, y'all think that that what's been going on in Asbury is just going on in Asbury? I'm telling you right now, it's going on at Texas A&M right now. A secular college. No, oh, y'all ain't hearing me. I, I... It's going on at Baylor University right now. A secular college. Is this on? 
I said, it's going on right now. While some of y'all are sitting here saying, well, I'm just hoping I get saved. I got news for you. Jesus didn't give you his power and his spirit and his name for you to hope that you're going to make it. The education system, the education system said, the education system said, you can't come up here. And God said, you want to bet? You want to try it out? And see, this is what happened when David became king. Your pastor didn't know what I what, what the Lord had been working on me about. But he reads First Chronicles 11 about David's mighty men slaying a lion in a pit on a snowy day. But the Lord had been dealing with me about the previous scriptures. When David first becomes king, his first conquest was to take Jerusalem, which was occupied by the Jebusites. And the Jebusites said, they said, you can't come up here. But I like this 12-letter word after they said that. I like this 12-letter word. And that 12-letter word was nevertheless. Okay. That 12-letter word said nevertheless. So the enemy says... You can't come up here. You cannot. See, sis, the word Jebusite means to be trampled upon. Hallelujah. So the trampled places are saying, you can't come up here and take us and take us. The trampled, the places where the enemy has trampled, the places where the enemy has said, I own this. I've trampled under my foot and you can't have it. But there's got to be this 12-letter word that gets up in our spirit that says, nevertheless, I don't care what you just said, nevertheless, the Bible said he took the stronghold. He took the stronghold. He took the stronghold. The medical report said, you can't be healed. Nevertheless. Give the Lord one more praise. I'm not going to be here very much long. I'm not going to be here long. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody just give the Lord some praise in this house. Somebody give the Lord some praise in this house. Somebody give the Lord some praise in this house. I'm not... This service was not meant to be drug out for an hour and a half and wait to the... No, I'm telling you right now, this service was intended. There has been a window open in this service for somebody to get the miracle they need. Let me tell you something. I was, in, I was here in Ohio about a month or so ago, and I was uh, in this service and I had never seen this before brother this is this is brand, this was brand new for me but the lord spoke to me and told me he was going to begin to heal mental maladies in the church 
The Lord said he was going to begin to heal mental maladies in the church. Hallelujah. The Lord's going to heal autism in our churches. So God's going to heal autism in our churches. I'm telling you what I know. He's going to heal autism in our churches. He's going to heal Asperger's syndrome in our churches. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you right now, well, Brother Wade, that's taboo. You're not supposed to be talking about that. And, you know, you're not supposed to be. I'm telling you what I know, not what I think. I'm telling you God is going to do that. God's going to heal dementia in our churches. He's going to heal Alzheimer's in our churches. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. The Lord told me he was going to do it, and he ain't a liar. not the will of God. It's not the will of God for our families to be to be uh, dealing with these things. It's not the will of God. I, you ain't going to convince me it's the will of God. I'm sorry. I, 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 I hope this is not offensive to anybody, but if you're, if offend, if you're offended, I'm sorry. But, uh, you're just going to have to pray through over it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it, it is not the will of God for us to sit around and our families be tormented and, and dealing with all. When, when we... As well uproot it right now. I might as well go after it in the Holy Ghost. I said, God is going to heal these conditions because you might be able to explain away a headache getting healed, but you ain't going to explain away somebody's autism getting healed. I'm talking about when we go on the streets, people's bipolar disorders are going to be healed. I'm talking about people's, I'm talking about these people that are dealing with all these multiple personalities and all that jazz. It's coming out of there. I'm a son of God. And I, He didn't say, I'm the Lord thy God that heals some of your diseases. He said, I'm the Lord thy God that healeth all thy diseases. problem with the apostolic church has been we have we have been we have been compliant with these things sorry I don't mean to be, be rude but we have been compliant with these things we have just been we have complied and and laid down and said well we we didn't mean to but we say God can heal some things but he won't heal all things Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so it was about a month ago I was 
it was, and so God showed me the entrance way to it. God showed me the entrance way to it, brother. About a month ago, I was here in Ohio, and I was at the, I came into the back of the sanctuary. They was having the, uh, they was having this midwinter youth retreat, and I was at the back, I came into the back of the sanctuary, and please forgive me, I don't mean it to be rude, but there was a bunch of people towards the front. They was crying and boohooing, and you know, they weren't, I don't call it worship, because brother, when worship goes forth, something happens. Okay. Okay. That's just the way it is. I think we've, I think we've gotten too used to crying. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Wade, you're just insensitive. No, I'm not. But most of what we call worship is nothing more than feeling sorry for ourselves. And so, so we gather up in a huddle and, and, and feel sorry for each other. And that's not going to move heaven. So I came in the back of the sanctuary, praise the Lord. And as I walked in the back of the sanctuary, I heard the Holy Ghost say these words to me. Move the kingdom on somebody's behalf. And I said, okay. And so I walked in there and I saw this young 17-year-old girl in the back, toward the back of the sanctuary, about middle to halfway the back of the sanctuary. And I, sat, I, I, I looked at her and I, she was 17 years old, sitting in a wheelchair. And something got a hold of me. And it wasn't, and when I, what got a hold of me was, is that was opposite of how God created her. God did not create her to sit in a wheelchair 17 years old. Then I started thinking about my own Madison. That could be my daughter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so they had some family members gathered around her and they was crying and and trying to console her. And I wasn't in the consoling mood. And so I walked up to the young lady and I said, I, I assessed the situation. Now, I don't usually do that, but this time I did. I, I assessed the situation for a second and I walked up to her and I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost come upon me. And I felt the victory of the Lord come upon me. And I laid my hand on that, that, that chick's head. And I said, I, I began to arrest whatever it was that was, was bothering her. And I began to arrest it. And about that time, that chick shot up out of that wheelchair. And she walked out of that wheelchair. She pushed her wheelchair out of that service. Hallelujah. I said she pushed that wheelchair out of that service. You know, some of y'all could push your wheelchair out of here today. Oh, I better not. I... You know, so... I, I began to assess this. So after this, after this, now sis, I've never seen this before in my life. So I turned and I looked at the woman's mother, the, the girl's mother, and I said to the 
the mother, I said, What's, what was wrong with your child? And this was her words. I was actually shocked. She said, she doesn't have a medical condition. I said, what do you mean she don't have no medical condition? She's in a wheelchair. She goes, she does not have a medical condition. The doctor called it a disorder. I don't have time. The doctor called it a disorder. So, to what happened was the spirit of fear attacked her and paralyzed her from the waist down. Oh my. It's getting quiet now, but I'm telling you. I'm, I'm coming after something right now. See, I'm going to tell some of y'all, some of y'all are not in a physical wheelchair, but some of you have let the spirit of fear attack you and has put you in a spiritual wheelchair. And some of you are right now. See, I'm going to tell you right now, the devil don't care what you talk about just as long as you never walk in what you've been speaking about. Some of you have been talking about victory for a long time. Some of you have been talking about breakthrough for a long time. But I say in the name of Jesus, it's time for you to come out of that spiritual wheelchair. And it's time for you to make up your mind. It's time right now in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of fear that's been upon some of you. I'm talking about anxiety for years and years and years. I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it from you now. I command you to arise and walk. In the name of Jesus, get on your feet and just give the Lord some praise right now. I said in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of that spiritual wheelchair. I command you to come out of that. I command you to come out of those years of anxiety. I command you to come out of that right now. Come on, come on, come on. I command you to come out of there right now. I command you to come out of that spiritual wheelchair where you haven't been able to walk in what God has promised, but you're going to walk in it today. You're going to walk in it today. Just lay your hand on somebody's shoulder next to you and tell them you're coming out of that today. Prophesy to them and say, your feet and legs are receiving strength. You've been wrestling with fear. You're not going to wrestle with it no more. I exercise authority over every phobia. I exercise authority over every disorder. I exercise authority over every dysfunction. silver and gold for you today silver and gold have I none but such as I have in the name of Jesus I command you to rise and walk 
today. Today. That young 17-year-old girl's legs were atrophying. Since she was getting to the place, she couldn't even move her legs. At 17 years old, at no medical condition, the spirit of fear had attacked her. Come on, lift your hands and cry out to God right now. Break that asunder right now in the name of Jesus. We take that from her now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every anxiety, every fear, I bind it now. I command it to loose you in the name of Jesus. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. Somebody's spiritual legs are receiving strength. Somebody's spiritual legs are receiving strength. Let's not rush this. The Spirit of God is touching people. They're coming out of spiritual wheelchairs. Now, they're not, they're not jumping up and down right now because they haven't been walking where God wants them to walk. They have been crippled, as it were, in the Spirit. But now their legs are getting ready to get under them. They're getting ready to walk in the promised land. They're getting ready to walk. I'm telling you what I know, not what I think. I'm telling you what I know. And just as you think it would be an anomaly, just as you would think it would be an anomaly, I was in a place two weeks later, and there was a young girl sitting on the front row. A young girl sitting on the front row. I, I didn't know her age. I didn't know nothing about it. I started telling the story. And I walked right up there in front of her, and I said, I said, how old are you? She said, 17. Bound by the spirit of fear. You can't make that up. Hello? You can't make that up. Praise the Lord. And the Lord delivered that young girl. She was in perpetual fear every day. And I believe it was a signal, and God was showing me an entranceway to what has even happened in this service today. There are people that have been delivered from the spirit of fear. Now, Lord, 
I don't know what the source of that fear was that was upon some of these people. But I command that source, I command that spirit to go back to the source and to do to them and to do to, they, to them spirits what was sent to torment your people. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And those, Lord, that are have those that have been that have screamed and have been terrorized by fear in the name of Jesus, those spirits that have been tormenting them, they are the ones that are now screaming in torment in the name of Jesus. They're the ones that are tormented now. Come on, somebody ought to give the Lord some praise in here. So what I believe is, is that God allowed us, God allowed us to see into the entranceway of the healing of these mental maladies. I had a I had a friend of mine who was a prophet of God was in a service some time ago and you know the, the whole autism thing that we were just talking about? The, the, uh, the, this mother brought her child, her son to the man of God and the man of God probably didn't pray a conventional prayer if I know him correctly didn't pray a conventional prayer. It would may have offended some people the way he prayed. But offended or not, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, it probably, the, the guy that Jesus spit in his eyes, that probably, he probably didn't, you know, well. You better be of God if you spit in my eyes. I'll tell you right now, you, you better be of God. Because it won't be the righteous Bobby that shows up. Praise the Lord. I'm pretty sure, brother, that when that when that when Jesus called that woman a dog, she wasn't feeling real good. Our problem is that we're we're afraid of being offended. But if I have to be offended to get healed, so be it. And so, and so, and so, the, the man of God took that boy. Now, this boy couldn't speak. He was nonverbal. Praise the Lord. He was nonverbal. And, I mean, it was just a terrible thing. She said, the man of God prayed, worked with the Lord, and the woman said, we'll know if he's healed tomorrow because we have a dentist appointment. And every time, and every time we have to go to the dentist, it's an absolute nightmare. And they have to strap him down in the chair. They have to do all these things. It's terrible. See, folks, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's an affront to the nature of God. 
an affront to the nature of God. And so the next day, now this was, this boy was nonverbal, couldn't talk, just made noises, whatever kind, I don't know. When he gets up the next morning, he's putting sentences together. Get one here. They take him down there to the dentist and when he gets down there to the dentist instead of having being strapped in the chair he climbs up in the chair they don't have to sedate him See, the reason why some people ain't shouting and praising God because it ain't their son but it, it was your son I'm telling you right now, I'm canceling that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I am canceling that right now over the people of God. It is, it is an affront to the nature of God. It, it, it should not be. It is a disorder. She came back. She came back that next service. That woman, you didn't have to convince her to praise God. She was all in. Like, y'all hear? I mean, one day the boy couldn't even say mama. And he wakes up the next morning and he's saying mommy. I'm not just up here taking time. I'm plowing something up in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm plowing something up in the Holy Ghost right now. God, I'm introducing a paradigm into the atmosphere. I'm seeding the atmosphere with the possibility. Because uh, some of you got co-workers where their children are attacked by mental maladies. It's not the will of God. Brother Wade, that's insensitive. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive. But I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. That's, that, those children don't have a, those children can't, them children, that children don't have a voice. But somebody that has apostolic authority does. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, I see this atmosphere right now that this house, Lord Jesus, is going to be a place where mental maladies are healed and reversed and re removed. 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 Lift your hands, son, right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, 
by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every torment, I bind it and I command it to go now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I lose wholeness on this body and this mind. I lose wholeness right now in the name of Jesus. I bind it now and I cast it out. I command it now in the name of Jesus to be reversed. I command it to be reversed right now in the name of Jesus. Wholeness of mind come to you now. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise. Let's give the Lord some praise. Let's give the Lord some praise. Let's, let's give the Lord some praise. I said, let's give the Lord some praise. It's time to start seeding the atmosphere. It's time to start seeding the atmosphere. It's time to, it doesn't happen because we haven't spoken. It hasn't happened because we haven't introduced it into the atmosphere. It takes a child of God, a son of God, a daughter of God to introduce it into the atmosphere.